Hey guys, what is up? Midnight 30 Podcast here. We got Langel. Um, real quick, the last part of this podcast, you will see that you'll hear the audio cut out abruptly. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, and so we had to cut off about the last five to ten minutes of the podcast. So anyways, we just wanted to let you know uh, what was up and why that happened. So anyways, uh, like, subscribe, check us out on Facebook, Midnight 30 Podcast. Check us out on Spotify, Anchor. Uh, follow us on the Facebook. Uh, we are constantly uh, continuing to make this thing grow. Thank you all that have been listening, and we really do appreciate it. We hope and pray that you all are doing well. And uh, let us know what you'd like to hear us more, talk about more. And uh, as always, uh, I am Langel, and we are Ghost. See you guys. Thanks for listening. All right, we are here with the Midnight 30 Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Langel, and we have... Jeremy. And... CB. So, hey, what you all been up to? Sweating. Yeah? It's hot. I mean, it's a little hot. Yeah, there's a heat advisory right now, so... Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's so humid that I was, I was watering uh, my flowers. My wife bought some flowers, and I was <clears throat> watering them the other night. I went to water them the next night. And it looked like they were wet. It's all from the humidity. Like it's that sticky outside. My tomato plants are dying. That's how. Oh, they really? <laughs> have you been, have you been watering them? I have. Yeah. I don't know if the holes in the bottom of the, uh, the plants huh. is a good idea, but I don't think they're taking it very well right now because the heat yeah. is pretty hard. On We've been having issues with something eating them worms. Oh. Got the you got the tomato tomato worms. Those things are vicious. Yeah, those things are big, I man. I heard they're moths. Really? Yeah. They're huge. I mean, if you ever see a tomato worm, they are giant. I mean, they got big old pinchers. I mean, I, horns. I those are the, the first form of the moth. Well, those things look like Satan because those things are mean looking. I used to take them off and throw them to uh, our chickens. Chickens <laughs> loved them. They ate them all the time. They're like, oh, sweet. I mean, they're big. I mean, we're talking <clears throat> three inches long sometimes and about, I mean, you can't see it on the, you know, about as thick as my... I'd say about as thick as my naughty finger, you know. So they so. went from enjoying a nice meal to running for Oh, yeah. I mean, you put them in there and the chickens look at them like, what the heck's that? Oh. And they'd eat them and, and you see the one chicken just freak out going, that's good, isn't it? So they just go crazy. Well, I'm hoping that a groundhog that I have living under my shed will uh, you, acquire a taste. You do have a wicked groundhog, man. <laughs> you do. That's the closest thing I got to a pet. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you name him? Um, Bucky. Bucky, that's a good, that's a good yeah, groundhog. That's a, that's a good groundhog name. Just hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Caddyshack. Yeah. Caddyshack's good. All right. So, <clears throat> anyways, we're gonna talk what we've been playing. Um, I'd like to go first. Is that okay? Are you sure it's okay? Are you sure it's okay, Jeremy? It's fine. <laughs> uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I, we talked about four, but I beat the game, DLC, beat it. I did a little quick review on it on the podcast a couple days ago. It was like a little segment, so if you guys want to check it out. Um, it's really an open world game that you are fighting these gigantic metal dinosaurs. It's fun, but the story is so in-depth that I get so impatient when I'm sitting here listening to all this text and the story machine here going, I just want to skip. I want to just shoot stuff. Just 
quit. Um, the DLC, you're in this cold part of the region there. There's lots of snow everywhere. Uh, I beat it. It's a fun game. It's a very pretty game. But I, I said on the podcast before where uh, I'm glad I spent only like 20 bucks for the whole entire thing. Because if I were to pay more on this, this game just drags on forever and ever and ever. But the question is, is it like Monster Hunter Worlds where it takes hours just to kill something? No, it's not. But it is a lot. Imagine Monster Hunter World, but you don't have to spend as much time. You, you do have to think about, you know, killing the monster like a Monster Hunter World. Because you have to, you know, set up traps, you know, hunt them and stuff. This one, the monster is going to keep on coming after you. The Monster Hunter World, it'll run away once you... So yeah, where that'll keep on attacking you. This thing, you gotta keep on going at this guy. And some of these battles can last, you know, I mean, close to 10 minutes, but you're slow, you're rolling over, you're dodging, you're setting up traps. I mean, it's a battle. But once you defeat it, you're here going, oh, this is great. Um, but a beautiful game. It's on PlayStation 4. Uh, I mean, it, it just. It, it drags on too long for me. Way too long. Uh, so I played the DLC. I was happy. I finished it. I deleted it. I got some new weapons in it, some new armor. But the armor that I got, the big head honcho armor that you get in the old, like, you know, the main campaign, <clears throat> it was great. So I didn't really need to get any more. <clears throat> uh, you know, so I'm, that's, that's one game I've been playing. And I beat it and I deleted it. It was great. I was excited. Because I love, every time I beat a game, I love just deleting it from the hard drive. Because I'm like, ah, oh, I got more space. And it's just like finishing a book. You're like, ah, oh, I, I felt accomplished. I got it done. So, that's one game I was playing. Uh, Jeremy, what about you? Um, I did try to, uh, Doom. Yes, Doom Eternal. Woo! Man, that is like a combination of a shooter and a beat-em-up. Like, like crazy. And I, the button configuration is crazy. I'm used to like Bloodborne and Fallout 4, so once you get into it, I'm just like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, like my uh, half brother was telling me, okay, this is how you jump. Right. Hit that button twice, and I was like, What? Oh, yeah. What? And it, I don't know, it was just kind of funky for me. And then, it's like, it's, I had to hang up, though, it was a lot of fun. It is a very fast, and you have to be, <clears throat> that game, you have to get your Twitch reflexes, because it's fast. I mean, you have a lot of enemies coming at you at once. You got these little devices around the corner shooting at you, so it's like... Oh, yeah. You Did know. you get to the point where you can have... You have, like, all these different... You can have a flamethrower going, and then a rocket launcher shoot, and then... Excuse me. And then you can switch out your guns. You have, like, tons of guns. He was showing me how to do that, but I was yeah. too interested in shooting, like, uh, an enemy once and then beating them. Oh, yeah. The glory <laughs> kills. Which are great because if you want more health... You got to go in there and you got to kill them. And you might be really low on health. You're going, I need health. Hang on. The only way to get health back is to either, you know, find some health med kits or totally beat the snot out of that uh, monster that just about killed you while he's surrounded by other monsters. Okay, go do it real quick. <clears throat> go in. Get him for... Chainsaw the octopus. Oh, the... And he's like, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Like, the chainsaw's great. Uh, yeah, the Doom... Uh, Eternal, which is the one you played. It's uh, that game is so good. I I love that game. So you have like multiple weapons going at the same time. Oh, you can have t uh, tons. It's it's crazy. You have you get a point where you can have a a um, flamethrower on your back. You shoot the flamethrower. That's that makes the enemy spit out armor. So you get armor, and then 
you can do another attack that will like um, do a huge like wave of just melee damage. It'll kill a bunch of enemies in front of you, and then you can get your rocket launcher out or any other weapon. You have like tons of different weapons, and you just start blasting, and then you got um, sometimes you got twenty. 20 enemies just coming at you from all different sides and you gotta be moving constantly, you gotta be dodging, and it's so fast. I mean, it's a beautiful game. I love that game. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's great. They're coming out with DLC for it. Campaign DLC. Which I'm pumped. I, now, did you guys try the multiplayer? Uh, no. We didn't get that far. It was kind of late. Yeah, the multiplayer is, um... I don't like it. I don't. Uh, I just want to be a guy that shoots demons. But you can play as the demons, which I've heard is fun. I tried to play it. I just didn't. It wasn't quite my shtick. So, what weapon did you use in Doom Eternal? Like, what was your favorite? Uh, well, besides the chainsaw, uh, the rapid fire. Like, I don't want to call it a Gatling. Gun. Yeah, the rapid fire machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I it was a good one. Did you try the super shotgun? Did you get the super shotgun? Yeah, he actually did. Like, help me because there was a point where I was like. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to go over here by the mall. Uh huh. Like, darn it. And then yeah. He showed me where I can get one. And he showed me how to revamp my ammo. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, nice. You can actually upgrade your guns. And yeah. That, so it's kind of the, the upgrades in that game are. Th there's so many upgrades in it where there's a point where I was like, I'm not going to. There's no way I can upgrade everything. And I finally did. Uh, but it's. The, you upgrade so much that you're going, I didn't really need that. Like, I got this one gun I've been using. I upgraded the other stuff. Okay, that's fine. But you get to the point where you use your certain amount of guns uh, that you just kind of fall back on. But there's sometimes where you'll be... There's some of these challenges where um, you have to fight this one guy called a Marauder. And your super shotgun has a deal where it has like a scorpion get over here chain. So you launch that on him whenever he flicks green and you shoot him. But everything else is he'll block. So you have to work with him. And this guy is very, very hard. He'll take tons of health away. And then you're doing that. Then you got three of these giant cyborg demons with with rocket launchers shooting at you the whole time. And you're, I mean, it's ugh, it's such a great game. Uh, but that is a game that I realized that that made me kind of wonder if maybe I was too old to play video games. Because I had to be so fast with my Twitch reflexes. And I thought, I, I'm not... I think I'm too old to play this. I just I was like, man, I'm too old to play this because it's so fast. It's fast paced, right? uh, it was, and I, I finally beat it, but it really made me work for it. So, yeah. So Doom Eternal, you played on PlayStation Four, right? Yep. Yep. Just, uh, good up. Yeah, it is. Uh, Doom Eternal is a great game. I love it. CB, what about you? Mostly just like just really played Outer Worlds, and nothing. That's not the newest I've played. I beat it in about a week, and it was satisfying, but also felt shallow at the same time. How so? It kind of ends like um, New Vegas. Once you get to the end, it stops. So, it ends Obsidian. Now, you love... It is Obsidian. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, Jeremic loves New Vegas. That's his... Vegas probably one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. We're planning on releasing some DLC. That really? It'll be added... It'll, it'll, the DLC or function like the DLC for New Vegas. Uh-huh. Uh, my favorite part was the weapons upgrade. I was going to ask about the weapons and upgrading. It, it was uh, it was fun, but 
Was, I wish you could could have done some things different, but uh, because once you got your character set up just right, uh, using the sniper rifle was too easy because you could just headshot almost anything with an instant kill. Whoa, okay. And so there was times I felt overpowered, <clears throat> and then uh, the, your teammates, they were, they were good, but later in late game I stopped relying on them because they didn't seem to level up or become as powerful as fast, but then I realized I could also upgrade their weapons and stuff, but that still sometimes doesn't help because they get wiped out, so I mostly just use them as a decoy. Yeah. Why and kill the boss or right. whatever. But, and then some parts are just kind of fun because you can gimmicky, gimmick some of the quests. So I, there's, uh, there's one quest where if I failed it, it would have an effect on on one of the factions and in a whole segment of the story. So, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a kill quest. Either I kill this person and it has this effect, or I could, but what I found out is you can complete the quest and not kill them, and, you, and it, as such, it does not complete the killing quest. So I oh. walk back to the elevator, crouch down with the sniper rifle and kill them afterwards, and so they will complete both quests. Huh. But um, the thing that I liked about it the most, though, is it has a lot of reference to a TV show that I like, which is Firefly. Really? And one of the character, one your first character, is pretty much one of the exact replica of the character, yeah. the character from Firefly. So that was kind of fun. But but um, other than that, it was just kind of you know, so it felt like playing New Vegas, which is it was made by the same people, kind of the same kind of function of the game. But the thing that made me feel kind of like it was shallow, there was a couple planets in the map that you cannot go to. And when uh, I looked it up online, they some people were <coughs> name calling and stuff, which was funny. But but a couple of more gas planets. But some of one of the gas planets actually said uh, that they mined on it somewhat. So you can go there. But, yeah. So so people have been there, but you can't go to that. It's like, like, it was almost like half the planets on the map huh. you could not go to. But I read someplace uh, on one thing when I found out about the DLC that one of the planets is, or a couple of them or might be connected to DLC, hopefully. But like, that's what I just felt kind of shallow. Come like they didn't utilize the whole world they created. Right. And so it felt, and level cap was, in my opinion, pretty low. What was the level cap? 30. Oh I'm, yes, you texted about this. Yeah, and so that's a pretty I, low. I didn't honestly. I didn't level cap, but uh, before I beat the game, but I was like half. Of, I I was just barely missed it. Right. But and I didn't go take the time to gather all the crew members you can find because I was I was like just finish this game up and stuff because when I found out I couldn't go to all the other planets, I was like oh, I'll just finish this up because I. I pretty much did almost all the side quests except the, except for the companion quest that I did not gather the companions for. But it is fun going in some of the bigger cities and like wiping out the whole city and <laughs> and then you have to reload because it fails a bunch of stuff. But, yeah. But but in uh, the armor, the, one of my other big complaints was the armor. There were times that made a difference, but. If you played like I did with the ranged weapons, it armor didn't really matter much because right. 
if your companions distracted and took up damage while well, you just sniped them off and blew them up, it, it, the armor was kind of meaningless. And, but it was nice that it had kind of, they had uh, skill boost, so like if you needed extra stealth, you could put this piece of armor on. And that got kind of tedious and interesting because you have your skill skill tree, I guess you can call it. At first you put, put points in like, uh, like not, really, not the health, but like um, stealth, mm -hmm. uh, might have been intelligence, but they're just broad categories. And once you, a category hit 50 points, you can break it down. So, like, under stealth, there was um, lock picking, hacking, and one other one. And so, once you hit 50 in, in the broad skill, you could pinpoint the parts of that broad, broad one you wanted. But so it was nice if you didn't focus on one because you only got so many points. You only got I think it was five points for every two levels, mm -hmm. and so you couldn't get all the all of them. And so that that was one nice thing about the uh, the armor. So if you needed extra stealth, you could put every piece of armor that stealth. But then it kind of got where the tedious came in is they'd have the umbrella stealth bonus, or you could get this armor that had like five points just to lock picking. So it's kind of weird mm -hmm. sometimes because. Why not just have the umbrella when, when you could use all of the, all the bonus instead? Sure. Yeah, like one individual bonus. I was like, oh. And if I remember right, you, you can upgrade the armor, but like I said, the, I didn't feel like the armor made much difference. And yeah. The costuming of the armor all looked the same almost for factions Bummer. based on the level. Hmm. So the ar but the guns were fine. Like my, One of my favorite weapons was a plasma sword. It, get, it was pretty strong. Once you got it upgraded, you just watch people turn to ash nice but that's a game I'm, I'm hopefully gonna I am gonna get at some point on my Xbox I'm uh that's something that I'm really looking forward to you played it on the Nintendo Switch yeah. right did you play it on docked mode or the I handheld both and it played well in both I mean I played it more on docked just because I have a bigger screen yeah why not because of lovely COVID I didn't have a reason to run around and play sure. it anymore yeah, yeah. so uh, so I mostly played it on docked but it, it's it worked Nice on um, on handheld too. I've and heard I've heard stuff every. They were saying like handheld. It was surprising. It was it was good. And I didn't. I mean I I don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox, <laughs> so I don't know how visually how big right throttle. But I didn't experience experience any lag except between loading screens. Oh, yeah. And that was, I mean. That wasn't that big a deal because if I didn't interrupt my gameplay, then sure, why not? Yeah, nice. Outer Worlds is one I really like to get. Uh, that's that's a game I'm really excited about. Uh, let's see uh, another game that I played and beat, Spider-Man. Now you both are pretty big Spider-Man fans, right? Gosh, you like you like Spider-Man better than me, I believe. Correct, no. CB? You don't? I was always more X-Men. Okay, I well, thought you... can't you, have one without the other. That's... Because I mean, back in the day, there was a lot of cross episodes between X-Men and Spider-Man. Okay, so... As I was a Wolverine fan. Okay, now I... I... This game made me like Spider-Man. I'm not a... 
Sorry, the, the, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, which is better than the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. No, the, Amazing Spider-Man. the Amazing Spider-Man. That's one that made me kind of appreciate because they shook, they had the sarcasm of Spider-Man. Yeah, but it was that, darker. Yeah. I've never seen it. Oh, you're missing out. It's so good. One of my favorite moments in the Amazing Spider-Man is when he's trying to find the guy who gets his, killed his uncle, <clears throat> and he has the guy trapped up against the wall. Yeah. And my, he like, comes off all kind of nice and cute, uh-huh. and all of a sudden he just drops it. And yeah. My favorite one's like, oh, bullets, how'd you know my only weakness? You know, guns, oh. I, so, I, that may really like Spider- knives. Yeah, knives. That's it, knives. But, uh, again, Spider-Man never was a big fan. I mean, but again, I, I will say that the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I believe, made people finally pay attention to more... That made... That put Spider-Man even more popular because everybody mentions the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. As long as you acknowledge... Yeah, yeah, part three is like, no. Uh, <laughs> but I really enjoyed this game because you have all these Spider-Man characters you're interacting with. You, Rhino is probably one of my favorite, you know, villains. Uh, you got, and it, we're talking about spoilers right now, so just skip for a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> this game dealt with ev- oh, tons of different Spider-Man lore. And Spider-Man Universe, Spider-Verse, the one with the, the animated one. With, yeah. That was actually a that, that is an amazing movie. I I watch that movie at least once a month, and I'm not a big like watching movies person. I love that film. And I, I really it's amazing. Spider Man's from all the other. Yes, they have Miles in this game, and at the end of it, Miles he a spider bites him, and then he shows Peter, "Hey, I gotta talk to you about something," and he shows Peter, "Hey, I can do this stuff." And then Peter shows him. It's like, hey, I know. So they're both these two guys. So at the end, they know. Okay? And the DLC that came out, it has Black Hat. It has Hammerhead. Uh, has this character called Silver Sable, which she's like this mercenary from Russia or something. Uh, she's okay. But Black Hat, you find out some history about her. And you get some cool side missions to go with that. Uh, you find out Spider-Man's a little bit of a man whore a little bit. Like, he fooled around with Black Cat, and supposedly he was worried if he had a kid. And I didn't appreciate that, because I just thought that was really kind of gross. I mean, it was just... Canon that is. Yeah, it was... Apparently, it's it's happened. Oh. You know, because I, I, every time I look it up, I'm like, well, this is weird. So that was a little bit iffy, but um, the DLC was great. The, the fighting and swinging around is fantastic. My youngest just said, I want to play this game just to swing around the, the city. Because it was just fun to do. Uh, just like Arkham, where you're allowed to actually enjoy yes. being a superhero. Yes. Yes. It is a lot like, because um, imagine Arkham, you know, the, the Batman fighting style. Imagine that fighting style, but you have even more agility because you're Spider-Man. So you see somebody across the, you know, somebody shooting you with a rocket launcher. You don't have to run over there. You just push the triangle button. He'll spider web over there. Whoosh, boop, and you'll get him. I mean, it's the, the fighting is... Very fluid, very pretty. Uh, you get all these spider gadgets. You love. You have all these suits. I think you have like thirty some suits that you can have. Each one has their own powers, unless you got the DLC, which is look cool. I got a Spider-Man outfit called Spider Man. He's a cyborg. It's it's super great. Um, it's super silly. Uh, you get the Iron Man outfit, you know, for Spider-Man. You get the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man outfit. You get to have that in there. Uh, no carnage. There's no carnage or anything like that. Uh, you don't get the black Spider-Man suit, which is like you know the the black Spider-Man suit that was From the movie. yeah Spider Monkey, <laughs> which is kind of a, kind of irritating. But uh, 
However, spoilers at the end of this, you know, you, uh, uh, Harry and his dad, you know, the Green Goblin deal. Um, well, you see Harry at the end of this in this uh, incubator, and he's got all that symbiote stuff around him, and you're here going, he might be Venom in the next game. Well, the next game is going to be, you're going to be more Miles Morales, which Miles Morales is a really cool character. I've really enjoyed him. So you're going to be more him, but uh, they show Harry possibly being Venom. And apparently, then one of the Ultimate Spider-Man comics, he was Venom. Which I didn't know. I mean, again, I, my oh, Spider-Man I lore is Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. Yeah. So, but apparently Harry does become Venom at one point. So, really neat. Um, oh, this—it's made by Insomniac. Uh, the Spider-Man game—it's—it's—it's it's, it's so good. And I, again, I don't like Spider-Man. It irritates me. The one thing I didn't like is uh, they have these puzzles that you have to solve. They were annoying. Uh, I would just look them up on the internet and be like, you know what, I, let me just get the solution so I can get back to the fighting and being Spider-Man. Because uh, that was fun to me. My kids loved the, co the the puzzles. So I would literally, they'd watch me play and I'd say, here, solve the puzzle for me. They'd solve it so quick. It was quicker. They solved it quicker than me looking it up online. They did. I was like, solve that for me. Okay. But it was great. Spider-Man stuff. I'm actually excited about the new... Venom movie. Oh, they're Woody great. Harrelson yeah, Carnage. Oh, yeah, the the I think it's fantastic. Oh, dude, have you watched Venom yet? No, not yet. Did you? You're a Tom Hardy fan. You got to watch well, it. I, I am, but I just haven't gone around. Sure, it's it's good. I think you will enjoy it. It's very. Woody good. Be a good oh yeah, it was great. Well, the question is, did uh, Tom Hardy actually stick to his workout routine that he had in the movie Bronson? No. No, I he did heard not. That he's actually wearing like uh, sweatshirts. Throughout the whole thing, yep. and you can't even see if he's jacked yep. or not. Yeah, he is. Does that defeat the purpose of? Uh, not really. I mean, okay. not really. He just. I mean, in the movie, he's kind of like an undercover reporter. Yeah, he so he's. Dresses not to stand out. And he even kind of has a weird walk how he does stuff. But I mean, he's. It's a great film. Uh, people didn't like it. I don't know why. It was a great film. I enjoyed it a lot. So. Didn't bring the cheese. That could have been why. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, a little. But I really just thought it was a super fun movie. I enjoyed it. I really did. And I was surprised that I enjoyed it because, again, I was here going, this is going to be stupid. My whole family loved it. Well, Tom Hardy's kind of hitting or miss, especially with superhero movies. Yes. Because Bane, he has good moments, but he also had moments that was like... I thought he did great as Bane. I didn't think I'd like Venom because of, of all the bad reviews and that I got. Yeah. I got it cheap, and I was like, oh, this is a lot better than it's made out to me. Yeah, it was good. And I like the fact that they actually showed him. A lot of people see Venom as being just a bad guy, but he's actually an anti-hero. Yes, it was good. And so they made that point. For yep. Sure. Does Spider-Man show up at all? Nope. In... Oh, I thought uh, he did just like a... In the Venom one? I thought it was... I don't know if they showed him or just like heard his, or a conversation. But I thought there was like in the, a credit scene or... Uh, oh, or man. Might have hinted uh, at him or something. I know they hinted at Carnage. Right. I might have to rewatch Maybe it. I they, they might have hinted at he is going to be in the next one to some degree, okay. I've heard, you know, because they've, Sony and Marvel had the, because, you know, Sony owns Spider-Man, but he's part of Marvel Universe, so Sony and Disney and all that stuff kind of had a, had it out, so apparently it's, it's decided to some degree. Talking about Disney, so. Disney is making, I, I cringe when I saw it, but the new Alien movie. Uh, yes, they got Aliens and Predator. And so I kind of cringe. Yeah. <laughs> I see 
seen that the other day. I was at my mom's, right? And we were flipping through the satellite, which I haven't watched normal TV in years. And there was this new aliens show. What, I forgot what it was called, but like um, the aliens were there in Earth looking for a certain device. Uh huh. And there was a kid who was very special. Uh, had this device. Oh yeah, that's Predator. That's the new Predator. I was like, it's bad. Oh, uh, yeah, it was so. Oh, that that movie. I enjoyed the like end fights of it. Yeah, that was about it. Oh, it was so. F- it was there was a bad movie. It was it was filthy yeah. mouthed. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in it. I want to I know. I agree. That it was. There's an Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he actually did the scene. There's a musical of the section where they're in the jungle, and it's like. If it bleeds, we can kill it. There's a musical oh, sweet. to it. No. I found it the other day when I was looking up alien stuff because I just rewatched the franchise and I was like, I, can't, I had to look it up to see if that was him singing. I was like, it is. That's awesome. But um, yeah, I was kind of heartbroken seeing Disney totally up aliens because like, yeah, I think Disney's going to ruin a bunch of stuff. I mean, Disney's. I don't know if they have the rights to. Um, to Deadpool or not, but they do. But yep, they do. Disney's yeah, Disney's buying everything. Especially Miramax films, all those horror films, like I'm all strangely. Oh, it's so weird. Like, well, I thought there was a thing about monopolies, but I know. Um, do you care we guys take a break? All right. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a second. One where you slid around. Oh, yeah. Two Human was great. And then there was one on PC that was, I want to say it was a THQ because it got in a, no, it wasn't THQ. It was called Loki and the gods had, like, one of the, one of the first parts you had to go kill um, Fender. Yeah. The war of Fen. You didn't have to do any loop stuff. Like, you just, it was more traditional, like diablo But I mean, those are the only two that I came across that pull up. There's a whole, but there's a whole bunch of Viking games, but I've, all the ones I've seen had bad reviews. Yeah, there's a but, game called Viking, and again, this yeah. is called Vikings Wolves Wolves of Midgard. Yeah. I would say, but there's an older game called just Viking. Or yeah, Vikings. Yeah, I never played it. I played it, a demo for it. It wasn't bad. I mean, you you love you got your armies. You know, you went on raids. It wasn't a bad game. It was it was pretty good, but, uh, but you did have to dedicate some time to it to see the goodness of it. <laughs> but yeah. I still think uh, Two Humans one of the more interesting because I love Two Human because of just how the game mechanics it took a you almost had to create one character build just to adjust to the game mechanics and then start the real game but once you got a hang, the hang of the mechanics it was awesome yeah it was a great game yeah. but um, yeah. but that's that's one thing I've realized for the past few years it's kind of sad there's not really a lot of good North mythology stuff there's not I mean the the best movie slash TV show is the, is the Viking series. That's kind of more or less the Viking version of Game of Thrones. Yeah, and it's it's really good. Um, but other than that, as far as watching, there's not much that I've seen. This there's a movie, and it's a Scandinavian movie. I don't know when it's coming out. It's called Valhalla, and it looks really good. Yeah, yeah. But there's not much really Viking related. There's stuff. not. And it's Assassin's stuff. Creed, they got a new game coming out called Val- Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Which is Vikings, which I'm really getting pumped for. Which I'm here going, I want to get this Viking stuff. So it's really, I love Vikings. Um, I hope it's good. I saw that. And if you guys are just tuning in right now, 
uh, we lost some of our recording, so I just ran to restart it, so we're fine. We'll just keep on going. We'll start to <laughs> human. Uh, we did talk about Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered for the PS4. I beat it. It was great, except I feel like I'm too old with Twitch. We're going talking now about Wolves of Midgard, so just you're listening to the podcast right now because our audio just quit, so the first part about me talking about uh, Call of Duty Remastered is gone, but go ahead. just want to tell you about that. Um, but yeah, Wolves of Midgard, uh, Norse mythology. I agree. There's not – now, oh, oh, I'll take it back. The best Norse mythology is God of War, the new God of War for PlayStation 4 because it deals with Norse mythology. Well, even though the oh, main character wasn't in – I know, and it's so brilliant. If you get a chance to play this game, uh, it's – oh, it is phenomenal. I can see that working though. Yeah. Well, I have a hard time seeing it work with Assassin's Creed. I know, and there's people that there was a there was a there's people that got to play a little bit of it, and Vikings are this big burly, you know. Berserker. Yeah, he is apparently not in this, and either way, I'm going to buy it because it's Norse mythology. I I'm a sucker for that type of stuff. It's Norse mythology. I'm gonna buy it. I just I I will just because I love the color. I love the armor. I love the attitude of the Norse. I just the Vikings are cool. I love that mythology. There's books that are there's books that I read that deal specifically with Norse mythology. If it's got Norse mythology in there, I love it. American Gods for Neil Gaiman had Norse mythology in it. Uh, North mythology Norse mythology is amazing. And what's funny is Vikings being what Vikings are, they there's not much stealth or no, there's not. subtle no. combat to them. It's yeah. like we raid, we pillage. Yeah. We, kill you now the yeah. actual i mean if you read a chance the actual i like the norse mythology it's great the actual vikings in history i don't know no i don't like them they're it's pretty gross what they did in their lifestyle oh. uh oh you're the blood eagle oh it's yeah it's i mean that's not no, what no, mostly. yeah the blood eagle was gnarly but i'm talking like the stuff they did oh whoo who is bad what they have engaged with Egyptian. Yes, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, Not really. Odyssey, no origins. They deal with Egyptian uh, mythology. Titan Quest? Titan Quest, yeah. That's so, that dance so actually find it. Uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. Not Odyssey, dang it, origins. Uh, you play as an Egyptian. But I mean, like, as a whole, it's good. there's more stuff that deals with Egyptian stuff, so you got your Stargate. Yeah, you do. But, like, but as a whole, like, Viking, at least in our area, I mean, I guess it was outside of Germanic Europe. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of Viking associated stuff. There's not, it's sad because it's such a great, you know, there's tons of, you know, Roman and Greek, but I feel like it's just been done to an extreme. It's not Viking, but one of my favorite, I, I think that was, I know it's Germanic, but I, so I can't remember if I'm sure if it's part of Norse or not, but. The Nimwon Lib. The Nimwon Lib. It's the story of Siegfried the Dragon Slayer. Oh. And he's kind of the Germanic Achilles. He, he's invulnerable except for a spot where a leaf landed onto him after being dripped in, after having dragon's blood. Oh. On. But, it's a, but it's an interesting story because he dies relatively early in the story the whole story is about his wife getting revenge for his death neat against her family huh and so it's kind of interesting and there's an actual stone in German uh, Germany that you go to 
that's in the rhyme, and it's supposed to be where his where his grave or where he slayed the dragon. I can't remember which one, but nice. But um, but yeah, that's all I can. As far as Viking, yeah. Yeah. No. That was a good movie, though. It was a good movie. I like 13th Warrior. Oh, another good Viking movie called Out, uh, The Outlander. Space yeah, Space. Outlander was good. Of a yeah, Outlander was good. Um, last two games I've been a. Now, I didn't beat Wolves of Midgard. Again, I got to put in almost 30 hours in that game. It's not. It's not worth it to me because there's other games I would put my, my time into. But, you know, you. If you, whenever you slay this huge boss, you go back to your village, you go to your tavern, you go to your throne, you got the head of the monster right there, which is kind of cool. It's got some cool feedback, but, um, Wolves of Midgard, I mean, I bought it, like, for ten bucks. Ten bucks, yeah, go, you'll have a payday with it, you'll have a blast, but, uh, I believe there's other games to play. Um, yes, I mean, I'm sure going, I'd rather play these other games, you know, that I... The only thing is, the fact it's Norse, that's what's keeping me going. Um, Madden 19, I'm not a huge sports game guy, but my son bought me Madden 2020 to play with him. Uh, he's really good at it. I'm not. So I've been playing that. But I Madden 19, Madden 18 and 19 had this story mode created by Spike Lee, the director. And it's actually really good. Uh, it's just like watching a film. And it's good. Uh, you know, you you go and you have to play these certain games, these certain football games, but then you have these cinema scenes that you really care about the characters. It's really good. Hey, NFL Blitz is the only game. Oh, NFL Blitz is amazing. <laughs> I love NFL Blitz. But the Madden 19, the story mode, dude, I love it. Uh, I really like it a lot. It's It's got some... The acting in it is very good. Uh, 18 was apparently the... The first one, then Mad 19 was the sequel. Um, Mad 2020 doesn't have the single player like this. It's got your own franchise mode, uh, which my son is amazing at Madden. Uh, I'm not good at it, but I like to have him teach me. But yeah, Madden 19 is called Long Shot Coming Home, or Homecoming. Uh, you know, I, it's something, I, I played football in high school, so it kind of hits those heartstrings with me of like, oh, you go back. You look at this guy. You have to like the game. Actually. Yeah, like you do. And you kind of feel bad for the guy because he's still in his glory days, and you're like, oh, the guy needs to just move past it. Come on. This, and it helps him move past it, which is kind of nice. Uh, yeah, Madden 19 story mode, I'm, I'm loving. Uh, I really am. And then the last one I'm doing is Injustice 2. I'm just slowly plowing away through every character, just playing the, you know, you play five five uh, fights and you get the ending um that's a really fun game it's because you can down you can get all these different uh suits and everything uh you play as hellboy and batman and all these people uh i love it but um i really do think that um that injustice 2 is one that you all should get i mean it's cheap there's over 30 characters i think to play as i mean i'm like a quarter of the way done so uh you know, that's a game that I will, once I beat all the arcade, once I beat like all, once I beat every single, with every single character, I'm going to delete it. Um, so, anyways, that is all the games I've been playing. Uh, Jeremy, there was one other game that you've been playing that I have played a little bit of, and we're going to talk about. What is that? Is that uh, Devil 
Devil May Cry Five. Uh, this game, you you made a good uh, analogy. Like, what is that? I don't know. Uh, you know how the other Devil May Cries were a little bit dark, kind of gothic, kind of HP Lovecraftian kind of imagery, or almost like a reminder of like Resident Evil. Kind of? Oh yeah, because well, I mean, the people that made Resident Evil, the made this game like that because they had the, the old camera views, you know, just like the Resident Evil. Yeah, they still have I mean, so yeah, Resident Evil and Devil May Cry have a connection, a, a well, very like, big connection that made people remember. Like the hack and slash. Yes. About the same thing yes. Yes. Yeah. But I noticed in this one you're playing as uh, spoilers here, I guess. Yeah, you play as three different characters. Yeah, like uh, the one I played as was his brother who was missing an arm. Yes, Nero. Yeah, and like everything in this was like it reminded me of like the 1980s or yep. the early 90s. Yep. Acrylic, bright colors. Yeah. And almost like, you know, you expect to see like a Saved by the Bell logo. Oh, or dude. Like, you know, kids on the block. Yeah. Like, yes. Logo. I can totally see that. Yeah. And like, I was asking uh, my half brother, I was like, why is this so brightly colored? And he's like, oh, well, it's just style. But yeah. I was like, yeah, that's cool nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, you know, just basically like the other shoot them up. The graphics on that game are very pretty. Um, very, very pretty. That game is an excellent video game. I have played about 10 minutes of it, and I stopped playing it because I wanted to focus on other games I'm playing because I really want to soak this whole game up because I know I'm going to love it. Uh, there's characters, there's there's Dante, there's Nero, and there's a new character called V, which is, you know, the Roman numeral for five. Uh, I really, 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 really like this game. Uh, v, you've, you use different... Uh, spirits and animals to fight with, which is, is kind of cool. You got some different fighting styles with him. Uh, but yeah, Devil May Cry 5, whenever it came out, I mean, people were just raving about it. And it's apparently you got this van that you drive around in, right? Right, and which I thought looked like um, their pizza delivery. Yeah. Because, you know, like they got their own business, and I was asking, sure. you know, and I was like, what, what's this all about? And he's like, oh, yeah, they, they always did that. And I was like, what? Huh. No, this is kind of weird. Uh, what? Oh, shoot, they did. Because in the first one, yeah, they, they had a business called Devil May Cry. Whoa, he's I right. I still haven't even beat the first one. The first one. I mean, I've I've played. I've I have completed all the Devil May Cry's. Every single one of them, one through four, and then Ninja Theory made another one called. It was kind of their own redoing it of it of uh, Devil May Cry. Uh, that that was a great Devil May Cry. Uh, then Capcom got it back and said, okay, we're gonna do a Devil May Cry five. Um, I mean, they're 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 all really fantastic games the first yeah like one through three are pretty hard uh the third one you could probably kind of like all this, all the sure you can i mean <laughs> the third one was very good uh that kind of went back to the street the second one people really didn't like uh, i enjoyed it uh it was probably the least favorite i guess out of them all but you know four was a lot of fun four i think was a very very cool uh edition so, but yeah, Devil May Cry, that's another game that I'm going to slowly, I mean, I need to crack open and beat it. Because uh, again, only 10 minutes into it, but the 10 minutes I was playing it, I was here going, 
this is beautiful. <laughs> the cinematics were gorgeous. The facial animations were. Why does everything look like the 1980s? <laughs> I mean, it was well, and the thing is, 80s are big now. I mean, the 80s, like that's huge. Oh yeah, like uh, what, what was that show called that is really big now? Um, Stranger Things. Oh yeah, it was a, mean, set in the 80s. People, my yeah, my son loves it. Yeah. That's for people who like mostly grew up in the 80s. Yeah. Like they see stuff like that. Totally. Like, oh, so yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right. Um, anything else that you guys want to add as far as video game playing? No? See me? Anything? No? All right. Well, hey, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back with films we've been watching. we got some Tarantino, Castlevania. Old school horror. Old school horror. So, anyways, uh, we'll be back here in a second. Bye. We are back. Uh, we're going to talk about what movies we've been watching. I have not... I'm trying to think of what I've been watching lately. Uh, I... I watched the new Harry Potter Grindelwald movie. That was fun. We just had a little conversation about that. But you guys have some movies you want to talk about. So I'm going to give most of the floor to you guys. So, Jeremy, what movies... What do you want to talk about tonight? Well, I was uh, thinking about um, all the vampire movies that Stephen King made, you know, like uh, Night Flyer, Sleepwalkers. Yeah. Uh, what was the other ones? Uh, the Parts of The Shining. Yes. And then I the found... Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. And uh, what was he? Uh, Ray Rose actually did vampire. He does. He does a lot oh, of yeah, vampires. Yeah, he does a lot of vampires. Yeah. But most of it's like soul-sucking. Yeah, not your, not your typical... Well, it's like, Tommy Knockers. Oh, that's Aliens. That's what I was thinking of Aliens. Yeah. yeah. Good now, have you read Salem's Lot? You haven't, have you? No, I haven't. That's like I a classic. To because, uh, Supposedly, dad, that's like his favorite. Oh, it's King's favorite. Dad was trying to show me the series, and it's so it's just like the stand and segments, yeah. and they're so long, and I was just like, yeah. man, it's going to take, take a while. Yeah. So. I got Salem's Lot. I, the last movie I of King's I watched, besides, uh, I can't, it had um, Christopher Walken's in it, and he's yeah, um, prophecy. No. He like prophesies. Yeah. Is it prophecy or is it? Cult? It's not called prophecy, but he like has pro- he like sees oh, the future. Dead. Dead zone. Dead zone. Dead zone. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, classic. I, I'll watch that before sleep sometimes because it's just so. Yeah. I know it. I know, it's a product of its time, but it's very. We had this talk about like how you watch that before you sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's mostly right. I'll watch uh, the Mouth of Madness because it's got the HP Lovecrafty and kind yeah. of uh, uh, Alan Grant is in that. Jurassic Park. Yeah, I, I love this. A vampire movie. movie I want to see that's two together. Nosferatu. And then there's a movie about the making Nosferatu. And the actor who plays Nosferatu is so eerily like an actual vampire that the director of the film suspects he's an actual vampire. And so the actor who plays Nosferatu in the other movie is actually a vampire playing a vampire. You're talking about the old Nosferatu, black yeah. and white. Isn't that the guy who played the Green Goblins, who played that part, nope. if I'm thinking correctly? No, the newer movie. Yeah. There's a newer one. That's what I'm saying. There's a new, there's a newer movie where they're doing, it's a movie about them making Nosferatu. Yeah, a movie about the movie. That's what I'm referring yeah. to. Like, oh, I'm the so guy sorry. Who I'll the shut Green up. Goblin, like, the guy, the same guy. Oh, um... um yeah. Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Well, yeah, Dafoe. I think it is. I he think he is. That part is like he won't finish the movie unless they promise him the girl who's the main lead, and they're almost what? like segueing it into um, about the 1920s, 
not surprise me. This movie is about like, you know, the 1921. Who's to say the real guy wasn't a vampire? Because yeah. there's hardly anything about the character or the guy himself who actually played that role. So wild. And it, it's it. because he got so much into that role that like, they have the, some people have the thought that what let's make a movie about. I've, I've watched that film. Uh, it's it's not great. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I was here going. It just seemed entertaining uh, when I read about it. Yeah, uh, but that sounds really interesting. You ever watched Queen of the Damned lately and realized how cheesy it really was? The movie would be terrible. <laughs> the only good thing about that yeah. movie, I can say, is the music. That, oh, yeah, the music that is great. Yeah, other than that, I think it ruined almost all those, um, all the actors and actresses' lives because uh, not long after that, I think, what was it, the guy who played in that also played in the League of Extraordinary Tom? Gentlemen. Oh, um, yeah, he did. And, um, Aaliyah. Sean Connery, that was his last movie. Oh, because sad. he hated it so much. So I'm thinking the guy, Stuart Townsend, was cursed. Yeah. And nobody wanted to I want to read all that. One day I want to read all the, the Anne, Anne Rice. Uh, I have the interview with the Vampire that I want to, I have not worked all the way through but I like the movie a lot. Yeah, I've heard a lot of it's like, Romanticized, uh, but anyway. But I'm um, so. Anyways, you, you were talking about like, you know. Um, we interrupted you. The your oh, vampires. Uh, it was on the same theme of vampires. Okay. Um, have you ever seen Near Dark? Nope. We've talked about it though. I recommend it because about the same time they made this, I believe they made the original Aliens. So. Really? Yeah. So the, uh, a lot of the actors and actresses that played in the original Aliens were in this movie. Like for example, uh, the robot guy. You know who I'm talking about? Sorry yeah. Yeah, didn't he play in that show Medium? I don't or, know. Or uh, Millennium. That was the name of it. Okay. That, that old man. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And he played one of the alien, like, the, the ones, Alien vs. Predators. Oh. Okay. And he returned, which I don't know why they did that. But anyways, I recommend it. It's about cowboy vampires. Vampires have been around since the Civil Ooh. War. There's a book I want to read called... Um, Oh, something Dawn. It deals with cowboy vampires. I think that's a cool thing that needs to be... An untapped market, right? It is! They need to do that more. That's cool, man. I actually kind of like the Cowboys vs. Aliens movie. It wasn't bad. It was, it was very... It was very. It was a comic book originally. Had, um, well, it was like the guy who played Gambit in the X-Men? No, the guy that plays James Bond, Daniel yeah. Craig. Okay, for some reason I was looking at the other guy. I, I like, wasn't expecting much, but it was entertaining. It was, it was better than I thought it would be, but... Um, once the vampire movie the world's taken over by vampires has Ethan Hawke in it Starts oh those Daybreakers Daybreakers that's it it was a fun that was a fun movie it was good it had, and it had William Defoe in it and then another vampire movie that I like it took me a little bit to like it the sequel was okay I sold it so I want to try and get it to watch again for 30 Days a Night yeah, I never. Oh, that was great. Thirty Days of Night was phenomenal. I love that film. Well, I didn't like it the first time I watched it. it took me yeah. a little bit just because it was so much darker and grittier than was. other vampire movies. Doesn't that make you want to just vacation to Alaska? I mean, that movie was. Oh, I loved it. Now I never watched the sequel, but I heard it was actually not bad. It was I mean, straight to DVD. Straight yeah, to DVD wasn't as bad. As it was when I got it, it. Was it was cheap and sure it. The only thing I remember about it, and that's why I want to rewatch it, because I don't, can't remember why. I think I might just trade it in because I wanted credit towards something else I wanted. Sure. But it takes place as the girl who survives at the end. Oh. She's, she's becomes a vampire hunter, and she's hunting down the vampire. Cool. The <coughs> ones, 
responsible and then yeah the other vampire movie that i've not seen but i've seen all the others is um underworld the final one yeah uh, they sure. were all kind of goofy but at the same time you see what they're going i for. did the underworld movies i enjoyed because they mixed animatronic and cg and they wanted to do as little cg as possible which i appreciated they had a lot of animatronic stuff uh, there are some stuff cg but they said we want as little as we need I really enjoyed the first, second. I like the, the third one. What? Um, it was well, the third one where they went back in time. Oh, the prequel. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did like that. I was gonna say I like yes, that was a third release. That was one. Early. That was good. Uh, but yeah, the one that was, man. Mm, I'm not. I've not seen the two newest. I have, and ones. I didn't like them. It I reminded mean, me of the style of like Resident Evil movies. You know, they just had, yeah. they had all this yeah. cheesy stuff right. to ram with it. I just, right. Yeah. Honestly, I just for cheesiness and fun. I I like watching the Resident Evil movies. Just, and I've watched only the first and second one. I haven't watched the last two. Um, as you know, I'm time for the movies. If I have a couple in my collection, I might I get the rest of them. Sure. I still have not been able to read uh, Wade Doom out of my set collection because it's. Bad. So good. <laughs> but, I love that movie with Rock. And yeah. I mean, The Rock is oh, in every movie right. They do a first-person hey, scene of like yeah. it's homage to Doom. I love uh, it. First, worst, one of the worst action movies I've ever seen was a first-person action movie. Oh, something the, Harry or Henry? Is it good? It was bad. I it thought was, the first so Halloween bad. was a first-person action movie. Kind of is a little bit. Isn't it? <laughs> I uh, something Henry. Hardcore Henry. Yeah, or, was it not good? I always wanted to I see hated it. it. Mm. it was, it was, it was so cheesy, and sometimes cliche. that's a charm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it it, it, it wasn't saying, a charm. You're saying exactly what everybody else is like. I wanted to see it. The reviews on it are terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It was a cool idea. No, that's why I like. I knew it was gonna be bad. I didn't think it was gonna be as bad as I yeah. ended up being. But I was like, I was like, I like the idea because. Like you said, the first time we saw like a first person scene was that sure. little bit in Doom. Sure. It was awesome because like Doom, the first person game. Yeah. Was it? Like that was neat. But it's like, well, I got play or like they didn't make a movie out of it. Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein. It kind of made, yeah. made me think of Wolfenstein, kind of nod to Doom, Wolfenstein. But then I saw when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty awesome. Like, it'd be awesome if they made a 3D. I'm like, I can see why they didn't waste the money on 3D. Yeah. <laughs> Wolfenstein was like the grindhouse films. Totally. Have that kind of. Bye. I can do that. So you're talking about vampires. Right. Just near dark. Near dark. Check it out because cowboy vampires. Okay. A lot of the old school actors. It has Bill Saxon in it playing one of the most evil vampires. Nice. Who played in Twister. Yeah. They're, okay. they're going to remake Twister, by the way, which I'm excited. I like Twister a lot. My wife hates that movie. They made a... I think it's <laughs> great. I'm watching I it every year around this time. I love Twister. I think it's great. Yeah, my favorite, One of my favorite scenes is that whenever they go to this old lady's house, they make... She makes them steak and eggs. Dude, I watch that scene every time. My mouth waters because that steak and eggs looks so I like it when they go in the shed with all the... Oh, yes. And like... The Shining. Let's go uh, uh, that they show a scene from The Shining up there where we're... Up yes. Oh, uh, uh, that's good. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, yeah, Bill Pack. Well, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton passed away, right? What? One of them. Well, Bill Paxton. One of those actors that we never think about. You know, like, oh... I'm pretty sure it's Bill Paxton. A cheesy vampire movie that I like is Lost Boys. I never liked Lost Boys that much. I, I'm not you ever watched, now, 
the Lost Boys the sequel where they have one of the other. Oh, that was they, good. They stab each other for fun. Oh, oh that was good. That was great. The last, the, the Lost Tribe, right? Yes, yeah. that was good. Yeah. And I was surprised I how good it was. I don't remember it. I don't remember that. But I'll have to rewatch it. It was. No, it was, I have it. I just. I was surprised how good it was because they had the guy to come back from uh, Goonies, you know, um, uh, what was his name? Ah, uh, I know you're talking about. It was actually a very, uh, here's the other, they knew it was cheesy and they just owned it and like, let's just have fun. Right. And I loved it. Oh, it was great. And then they made a, I think there's three of them, actually. There is. By the Corys. Yeah. Uh, that's I think it. I've you seen all of them, but I, I think I'm the only two of them. My favorite part of the first one is at the end of the old man is like, Beautiful town. One of the problem is all the vampires. <laughs> and like through the whole movie, you're like, does he actually know what's going yeah, on? Yeah, he just kind of shuts himself yeah. off from it. He doesn't even care. Side note, uh, the I want to throw this out there. Okay, you. I don't know if you ever said. So Jeepers Creepers. Oh, right. I am telling you right now that I believe one of the best, aside from Freddy Krueger, because I do think Freddy Krueger is like the top dog in this. But I think Jeepers Creepers is a series that needs to be expanded Expanded so much because the first Jeepers Creepers was kind of a cult classic a little bit. And then, the fact that it played on a cult classic song. Yes. And the second and third one are all technically prequels. I didn't know they were supposed yes. to be prequels. Yes. Which is wild. It's around the I've same time. I've not seen time. the third one yet, but I it's didn't know the, the second one was supposed to be approved. Yes, it's like around the same time. And it's it's wild because every single one you see is like, oh, you find out more about the Jeepers Creepers. There's even comic books about the Jeepers Creepers guy. Um, you don't know much about him, and he's so mysterious. Everybody's like, come on, let's see what's the deal. Because you don't know what he is, and you don't know how to kill him. But every, especially at the third one, what, the end of the third one... Years? 23, which is the same as it, which is kind of funny. Um, but uh, he, you don't know what he is, and you don't know how to kill him. But the end of the third, the end of the third movie, you, you finally see a weakness. It's huge. You're here going, oh my gosh! You finally see a weakness in this and, guy. And, and when it's shown, is it like something like, oh, it could be something you notice in the other movies? No. Okay. No, it's it's not. And the third movie, all right. I mean. The third movie was not very good. I mean, it's not. It's they have it at not, Walmart for like three something. I've almost I picked it up for that. I couldn't get through it, man. I could not. The third one? I could oh, not. Oh, I know. It's it. it's so... The acting's terrible. The effects are bad. It's a bad movie. But... Would you say it's worth picking up to see for three something? Yeah. Okay. I would. I mean, I really... Because I heard it was terrible, but... I, I got it. To, I watched it for free because it was... I mean, I, I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Um, I just kind of wandered off while it was on. I mean, it, <laughs> gosh, yeah, it's just... It's not good. It's not. It's only good because if you liked... You wanted to get to learn more about it. It's This is the movie that you learn more about the creature. Okay. That's the... And you don't learn that much, but you and do see, learn like, a little bit more. I never knew that's that. That's why I like Never knew the other... I thought it was just a sequel. Nope. I didn't realize it was all, Yeah, we haven't actually ever got so a when sequel. The, when, the creep, when the creeper comes back, it's from after the farm, the guy's dad, the farmer, has him trapped. Yep. That's when he escapes to the... Yeah, the, the actual whenever he... um, You know whenever I'm at the end, you know, like where he's got him pinned up at the mm, barn? We have not seen... The sequel to that yet? When like that has not happened. Like it's, it's, 
Is it the it's the first one where he has him pinned up? Or no, Man, it's I the second, second one. one. It's the second yeah, one. Yeah, you, you, you haven't. So, you haven't, like, so the second movie is that a prequel to the original is, or is it a sequel? Um, I think the it as a sequel. <laughs> it's around the same time. The, the the first one, second one. You're here going, oh, is it around the same time? I believe the the second one is literally like. A days like days after. Okay, so it is a sequel. So it's like a first. sequel, but it's it's like sequel slash same time okay. where it's like it's really like you know that that people said that literally the second one is the first one because stuff has like happened mm-hmm. already. So you the first one is technically the second one because yeah. he went up and killed the person. So really chronologically, the second one is the first one. The first one is the second one. The third one is the. I guess the ultimate first one, the prequel. So I guess so, I never, let me take that back. So it'd be two, one, three. Yeah, it's weird, and I, like, it's so bizarre. When you were saying that the second one was a prequel, like I never really got the feeling that it was a prequel. Yeah, well, but, it, it kind of. But it also has my favorite, like, yeah, creeper moment when he's the scarecrow. Oh yeah, and you're like. You, one moment you see the regular scarecrow, and then uh-huh. all of a sudden you're it's like, creeper. something's not right. Oh, it's so good, but it because it but it kind of is prequel because it it there's parts of it that take place mm-hmm. before. It's a weird deal because apparently they the third one was going to be a sequel, but budget cuts so like all oh, it's just. And what would you? How would you classify the creeper? Would you consider it more in the realms of like monsters like the thing that you don't know what it is? Yeah. It's just something. I mean, it's just, evil. Yeah, you, people don't know. It's just it's just so mysterious, and I I think that character because needs it's not, to be like, explained. You can call it like so a vampire. Or, yeah. Well, I guess the closest would be boogeyman. Yeah, so, I, I mean guess. you, he kills people to get their fear, kind of like it. And he, he only the, collects the only like if he needs a new eye, he'll kill somebody to get the eye and use their eye. It's just well, at the end of the first movie, he has the the face or the skin suit, uh, so he's not really needed it. He just made it. Where'd you get those eyes? He stole the eyes from the the guy with the rose. Yep. Where'd yeah. you get those eyes? It's a. I, I wish that they would do more. And with I that. thought, and I liked how the fact that I honestly think they used the song to make the movie. Yeah. And so I it was very that was very cool. So. Yeah, um, I just wanted to reject that because you recruit. So, anyways, um, what else did you want to talk about with movies? Um, do you ever realize how this is an unpopular opinion? Mm. How overrated Quentin Tarantino kind of is? Yep, I don't You're, think he's I mean, a very good director. I admit he has some good movies, but at the same time, you do not need an hour and a half of dialogue. You don't. I don't think. I think Quentin Tarantino. Uh, my wife, she, um, she said she liked Quentin Tarantino films, and I said, "Oh, which ones do you like?" She likes Kill Bill. Kill Bill, I enjoyed the Kill Bill movies. But that is not your classic Quentin Tarantino films. For me, the one that I came closest to saying I enjoyed was Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that was kind of classic. At the same time, it was um, it's almost like that was tolerable kind of dialogue. It was. Because it went with the story. Yes, yeah, you're, you're all these characters like, oh, I'm going to write this and all these intersect. But then you he, had to figure out which one yes, happened first. But you know? all the other ones, like Quentin was like, oh, this works. But there's so many of his films from here going, Was Sin City Tarantino? No, that no. was. Because uh, it had the fill. Frank, Frank Miller. Miller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it had the fill for um, all the yeah. chopped up Now, stories. I will say, I have never watched all of it. I got, I, I got like maybe quarter of the movie left but um my trial of it ended and I never finished it Django I that was interesting I loved Django what is I watched is that Tarantino yeah, yeah. Okay. and I watched so I'll say that 
one. That film was amazing. Leonardo DiCaprio oh, did oh. such a great job. Oh yeah, he that. actually cut his hand, but he yeah. kept on going. Yeah. Um, Django was he actually very, really cut his hand. He really yeah. did. Oh. Yeah, and so did. whenever the girls like freaking out, that's real. It's, one of the, I'm gonna yeah. jump again. One of the movies I was gonna talk about. One of my favorite real moments in a movie is Aliens. Because the first time that alien pops out of the chest, the only person that knew about it was the person that it was happening to. So what if you watch one of the female characters passes out because it scares her so badly? Like, oh, real. that's awesome. And, and, then then in, watch that and then in Jaws, at the begin, opening scene, when the, the girl's screaming in pain from being attacked by the shark, the device they had her in broke her rib, so she's actually screaming in pain. Oh. And uh, Spiel, is it Spielberg? Yeah, Jaws? Spielberg, yeah. It actually felt so bad, he, like, he took care of her, like, sure. everything, but, but I was like, I thought that was interesting, like, so, I never thought, like, those moments were, were, yeah. were real, were, yeah, like, totally. It's like, it's a movie, that, yeah. Well, girl passes out because she's scared so bad. Totally. And, and uh, Jaws, broken ribs equals girl. Oh my gosh, scream. yeah. I've dislocated a rib, and that's awful. So breaking a rib, I'm it's I'm sure it's yeah, they, like, way broke, worse. Like several ribs. Mm, yeah. Because they're just shaking the back so Oh, I can't. Mm, yeah. Oh, I, the reason why I bring up Tarantino is because yeah. for my birthday, my father gave me uh, Planet Terror and Death Proof. I should ask you boys what? a reason. I've seen... Death Proof. Planet Terror. Too much talking, man. I did not Too like that film at all. I liked it because it's your. It, it looked like something you would see in the 1970s. Sure, but film. it was. But they used too much dialogue. So much. Was here going, they drawn it out. I'm watching these girls talk in a diner. Don't care. Now this guy's talking to him at the diner. Don't care. They could have cut a good 45 minutes and still been a good, all right. Yep. Know. Planet Terror. Yep. I know. I'm not seeing the. Death Proof. Planet Terror sounds familiar, but I might be wrong. There's a movie that has Bruce Willis in it that I remember from a long time ago. Right. And there's some guy that has a jar of testicles. Yes. That, that, that was, is that, is it? that it? Yeah. Okay. But it was carefully paced. Is that the one with the machine gun lady? Yep. Machine no, gun on her leg. No. Is that, Bruce Willis is in that? Yeah. No. Yeah. He yeah. is? He's a soldier. He gets infected well, by some soldiers. kind of disease and his face gets warped. Yeah, he was like the group of soldiers who was looking for the gas to keep wow. them from transforming. Yeah, I've never seen it. No. I, I recommend it because... You've, you've, re, and you've recommended this uh, movie a lot. It's actually humorous. Like, yeah. it's a dark... And it's comic. weird yeah. seeing Bruce Willis in that kind of movie. And again, uh, he's such a big fan of Quentin. Like, oh. every time Quentin makes a movie, you know, like, Bruce Willis is always in it. Like, uh... Four Rooms, you ever seen that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a Tarantino film? I believe so. Four Rooms is Tarantino? Yeah. Tarantino plays in it. I've not even heard of it. I've seen Four Rooms. Cut the guy's fingers off? We're going to cut his finger yeah. off? Yeah. Tarantino's like, oh, we're going to yeah. get him in this car. If, uh, he gets it. Yes. Yeah. Four Rooms was actually a very good film. It's with uh, Antonio Banderas, with the... Oh, it's a great, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a comedy, dark comedy. Um, for the witches they could have done without, because at the very beginning, you know, the witches. Yes. I was like, why the, was this in there? Four Rooms was such a fun movie. Had the guy that, uh, I played in a TV series called Lie to Me. Uh, he's a great actor. Uh, he's in also employed with the Planet of the Apes, the new ones. I can't remember his name, but yeah, Four Rooms was. It was funny. Dude, if he's. I have to look it up. All right. Well, let's make sure. Make All right. Sure so go ahead, keep on keep on talking. Um, 
But yeah, I recommend it. And the reason why I can level with it is because, you know, I, I clean rooms at a hotel. So, of course, I'm going to like it. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, you know. And you can tell there's certain aspects to it. That... Holy crap, Quentin Tarantino. I Robert Rodriguez is the other guy because him and Tarantino do films they together. They do so many like They do. What was the so he's kind of like, um... Hey, I, I, I think Rodriguez did do Sin City because Frank Miller was the guy that made the comic. Right. Yeah, I was going to say Frank. Robert uh, Rodriguez did Sin City. I would be willing to bet. Tarantino actually directed one scene in that, and that was when they're in the car, and what's the same kind of like Yeah, I, I would. I would bet you he's like a producer. You're gonna, you're gonna be ashamed of me right now, but so you're saying Tarantino, uh, that guy, or always just start together. Nightmare from Christmas. Uh, Tim Burton and uh, Danny Elfman. No, um, the other guy. Yeah, him Johnny and, Depp. Oh yeah, yeah. He only and, puts Johnny Depp in every movie yeah. he comes up with. Yeah, which Johnny Depp was not in Nightmare Before Christmas. No, no, but I just mean I, could, I knew that would be a movie you really. I love. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um. And for me, a horror movie that I loved that and Ricky knows that this is Trick or Treat. That's because I loved the I loved it when. When Little Red Riding Hood was actually the big bad wolf. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a twist. I was watching that for the first time, and I thought, um, I guess that character, the little Jack O'Lantern guy, was really popular. And I did not know that. I didn't know he was. Yeah, he's actually like a mascot of <laughs> in yeah, some places. I, I was actually surprised by that because I never heard of the show before, and then one day uh, we find it, you know, at, like the DVD dollar bin. So we're like, oh yeah. Well, and I was like, how come I haven't heard this before? And I'm not a big horror movie fan, but some of them, the more modern ones, like um, Cabin in the Woods, I like, and Trick or Treat I like, but by now, because I'm not a huge fan of the gore for gore in general. Right. Well, so, uh, like, and recently, I just bought the collector's edition of John Carpenter's The Thing. Great movie, and, by the way. Well, I can't remember how it was played. It's based on another movie called The Thing from Outer, Outer Space, which is an older black and white. Which was horrible. Because <laughs> you ever watch that? Uh-huh. I mean, but it's based they're on just the... describing the creature most of the time. They don't look at it. They're just kind of just looking away, thinking, oh. Which, that's based on a book, I think, also called The Thing from Outer, Outer Space. But they, but they found the author of The Thing from Outer Space was a book. They found an extended man, uh, manuscript. Yeah, manuscript. And you can. I bought it the other day. And I haven't. Excuse me. I haven't read it yet. But, but I. I the first time I watched the thing was the newer one in 2011, and I was like, oh, it made me interested in the original. And so, and I, and I saw. I was like, five bucks. I'll buy the collector's edition for five bucks. Oh and, yeah. And then I read that like the 2011 one's supposed to be almost like a sequel, sequel slash remastered thing. Is that right? That's kind I of. I believe so. There's a prequel that showed you. What happened to all the Swedish gentlemen who were running Oh, the these. thing? Yeah. Ugh. Dude, that is so relevant because, like, it, it was is. a pandemic thing yeah. going on. So, totally. Now, what? real quick side note, and we both have our mics off now, so if the audio is a little bit weird, it's because I'm, uh, we just got all the mics on the floor, so um, anyways, I'm just letting <laughs> you guys know. Um, anyway, yeah, go on. But, um, two, what... One thing I appreciate about the 2011 and the original was at the beginning of the original, there's a guy chasing a dog, shooting at a dog, trying to kill it because they think it's a thing. Right. At the, at the end of the 2011 one, 
they're chasing a dog with a helicopter because they think it's a thing. Exactly. Yeah, I thought I was, so that kind of made me wonder if like the original, the new one's supposed to be a prequel almost, or it's supposed to be a sequel yeah. or a remaster. It, it was basically a prequel. And then I like at the end how <laughs> Kurt Russell's character—you don't know if he actually hands him a, a bottle of gas or not. So you kind of get the idea that he handed him a bottle of gas. Uh, the, the scotch bottle had gas in it, so he was testing the guy. But at the same time, you don't know. Because they're both in fear that each other is yeah, infected. Thing. Yeah. And then that's what I like most about that. It reminded me a lot of uh, Planet Terror because it was like almost like a sickness movie. Where yeah. everybody is infected and everybody's like, you know, paranoid that the other person has it and they're just kind of like isolating themselves. It's pretty cool. It's Planet Terror. Thing. Temper, which I think is one of my favorites. It is a good one. Now, do you know that uh, Tarantino is directing a Star Trek movie? No. Which I, I, I don't like Star Wars. You don't like Star Trek? I love Star Trek. I don't like Star Wars. You mean he's doing a Star Wars movie? No, he's doing a Star Trek movie. He's just saying he doesn't like Star Wars. I don't like Star Wars. Okay. But I like Star Trek. I'm the opposite. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I like the new Star Star Trek movies. Out of all the Star Trek stuff, I like the new movies. They're good. Good. Out of all the new Star Wars stuff, I, I say... Did you see how Bodega, like the one dude, like totally went off like, the rails? If you listen to this, go watch him totally like cuss everybody out that watches his films. Okay. Yeah. The Finn in okay. Star Wars. No, I didn't know what guy you're talking about. Yeah, is, 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 uh, the actor's name is Bodega John, something Bodega, Boyega or something. Just go look to see anybody that watches his films you don't agree with him that he cusses you out. Naturally, I oh, mean, I'm like, oh, great, way to go, Disney. That's his yeah. last work right there. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's just, oh, he went nuts. I was here going, what, what? But yeah, the last Star Wars movie, um, I did not, I, I did not enjoy. Uh, I didn't, I didn't even care yeah. for the second to the last. I like because the whole casino scene they could have scrapped. Well, the fact that. Spoilers, Luke just disappears. Like, oh, well, well, like, I love the I love the moment up to that. Oh, that it was awesome. great. You're like the fight scene, you're like, oh, that was so good. I loved it. I was freaking out, like, yeah, this is awesome. And at the end, oh, I'm and, tired. And, Ky- and Kylo Ren's like, when when that's up, he's just like This is just a hole. Yeah, it was like, so freaking good. And then, oh. But he kinda did like I I understand I didn't care for him just disappearing, but they kind of pulled an Obi-Wan because... They did. Obi-Wan is kind of him just becoming part of the Force like Obi-Wan did. Yeah. And, but, um, in the whole scene of the... In the whole Space Princess thing, that was a bit Yeah, more. I agree. But that whole last fight between Skywalker and... Totally. But, I never watched it. I heard great things about Kylo Ren, but I never... Uh, you know, Kylo Ren was a... Moody, oh, juvenile, whiny. emo. <laughs> I will tell you, the last Star Wars movie made me like Kylo Ren. A little better. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But then the end of that movie, I was here going, ah, why did, I like this, I like, I like this character. Now you did this. It was very irritating. And again, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I could care less about it, but <laughs> this made me like it better because J.J. Abrams... I like Star Trek. He has helped that he directed the first Star Trek, the new reboot. 
brilliant. He's a really good director, and he did the new Star Wars, and then he'll produce later on. I was excited. Um, so anyways, Tarantino is going to direct a Star Trek film. Apparently, he was going to go for an R rating. I don't know if that's up in I the air. I think they had 20 minutes when they talk about feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because Captain Kirk is apparently like, you know, a total man whore, which that kind of goes with it. So they're going with the original. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought maybe go like. I mean, Disney has a bunch of stuff yet. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I discovered Star Trek when Picard was. It. Heck yeah! So, well, I, I was with uh, William Picard, Shatner, man. Oh. Is Picard the bold one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I watched Star Trek with my dad. You know, we'd go get the cows, and then we'd watch Star Trek like you know midnight. You know, like Deep Space Nine. So it was one hour long of like the, the next generation. I love yes. Star oh. Trek was so much fun to me as a kid. But I enjoy it. Oh, uh, I enjoy it now more than I did when I was younger. Yes, I agree. The same way. Because like, it bored me when I was younger. Seven of nine. <laughs> My dad likes seven of nine. The Borg, the Borg gal. She's yeah. in the new uh, Picard, uh, the new Picard film. She's still good. Picard, I want to uh, see Picard. It looks good. Uh, I got my dad the CBS access. He said he likes it. Uh, Picard, oh, it's a show. It's not a movie. That's yeah, a show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, that's my fault. Yeah, that's a show. But uh, anyways, um, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, so Quentin Tarantino is going to do Star Trek film. I'm excited about it, uh, just because it's going to be a darker Star Trek. And the past three Star Trek films that I've watched, you know, the newer ones, I have enjoyed them. And they've been darker. They have been great. They've been super fun. Uh, they pay homage to the old stuff. Is Rodriguez going to be with him on this? Because I don't know. I would love it. Because remember uh, from Best Till Dawn? Yeah, he was with him in that. Yeah. So great. I'm yeah, it, uh, you know, I, I really don't want it to be cheesy. I, I, here's the deal. If they do an... They're wanting to do an R-rated Star Trek. Right. Which would be me. great. I would I, love to see that. I think that's a cool idea. But an R-rated Quentin Tarantino... That I, I, would be amazing. I would... Uh, I, I don't know. I say that now, but I bet the final product is probably nothing like... Sure. Like yeah, that. in my brain, I'm here going, oh, it's what I want. But wait, hang on. I've seen Quentin Tarantino films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, I forgot another Tarantino. The Hateful Eight. Never seen that. Dad recommended that to me. That I was never watched such it. a great movie. I hated the it part- because of the blowjob. <laughs> that was <laughs> bad. <clears throat> that was gross. That was awful. Yeah, I, I mean, they turned me off for the rest of the movie. That I was, was really- I just said, I was like, I'll finish the movie, but I'm going to pay half the That was very disgusting. What do you guys was- think? Hateful Eight, Django Unchained. Uh, D- 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 Django. Django. Uh, is way better. But The Hateful Eight... Very good film. I did like it. Uh, that one part that you mentioned was incredibly off-putting. There's a part where cur- there's a part where people are getting sick and throwing up, and they're dying, and it's somehow funny. Yeah, he has to have a cheesy. <laughs> and you're here going, this is actually kind of humorous, but I mean, the end of it is I like the end of it because you kind of well, get some some fi- finality and closure. I did I did like that. Um, Samuel a- Jackson's character. <laughs> Of course, he puts him in everything. Oh, yeah. You really don't like him. And at the end... It's weird, too, because he... That's the worst character. Like, not like playing bad, but... Like, oh, he was... It's like the most evil character Ooh. Jackson's ever played. Yeah, but at the end, you're like... Okay. Is it worse than the Old Boy remake? Because... Old Boy? I don't know the Old Boy. Old, old Boy, old Korean boy? movie remake. It was amazing. So amazing. I never watched the original. The Old Boy movie... My wife and I watched that. 
I'm never gonna watch that. My wife. The and original I were, is so good because the Koreans. Do they have that amazing. same thing that happens? No, it's completely different. That movie. Well, it depends on what. My wife and I were sick at the end of watching Oh Boy because we were going, "That's disgusting." I never want to watch it's it. It's Korean. It's a lot worse. So. The Korean ones worse. Well, they like it's more violent. Okay, is there still the, the spoiler? Is there incest in the old one? Yes. Well, that's bad. I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate it. I, oh, hate, I, I uh, hated it. It, it was, was great. It was it like was the, so gross. It was like the host. It, it, it was gross. Strings you along. No, the you host. Were, you get messed. There was not incest in the host. No, but it, I mean the storyline. Just it, you. Are, <clears> the, I hate get invested. Man. One of the best. Yeah, or incested. Yeah, but it's it's very prominent to the story because you see why he did it to him. Uh, I mean, his family—it's considered uh, one yeah. of the best revenge movies. But in the yeah. Korean film, it was I'm just his sister. Myself. It was just his sister. It wasn't uh, his, his daughter. Whole, yeah, his whole family. It was just his sister. I hate And then he—the you know, hammer the, scene the, was the—that hammer had to be. I want to buy a hammer. In the original, he cuts his tongue off to show how sorry he is. For what he did. So in the original, the yeah. hammer. I think it has a hammer fight too, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. And it's considered one of the best though. fight scenes. I ever. want to buy one of those hammers. That was a great hammer. Um, <laughs> and smash the movie. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, I great, do. Uh, if they would have, uh, here's the deal. If they would have done without the incest, I would have. But it's pivotal to the story in the nah, original because so. that's I mean, the, the original, whole reason. Okay. Roland, Roland did a great job. I thought it did great. I if you've seen the original, you've seen the remake, and you're like, is it in the? Is it is it for? Oh, okay, I'll give you that. Roland played in Planet Terror, so I'll. Really? <laughs> yeah, he played the doctor. I'll give him props. Huh, okay. Um, no. And he played in No Country for Old Men. I like that. Yeah. I um. <laughs> you guys like old. Has a life pillow. You guys like old boy. Roland I don't. Also, no. I'm pretty sure he's also in a Sicario. Never seen that. Um, oh, that's great! Both which, of those. Which, which is Sicario funny. is Sicario. Are those two movies are phenomenal? Which I hated the first one until I saw the second. I did oh. not like the first one. Until I, I loved second. them both. They but, were um, great films. Loved them. But a Korean movie that I love, um, it's called The Man from Nowhere, and it's a it's a revenge movie, but it has one of the best knife fight scenes in a movie. Yes, you've told me about this. He's Saps the life out of him. He's just living his life day by day. He's a what's his name for someone that does pawns? Uh, pawn broker? I don't know. But he's, he runs a pawn store and he befriends this little girl. And the little girl's mom's not the best all star mom in the world. Well, because something the mom does, these guys are after him. And they kidnap the little girl and this guy because of his background is equipped and he goes after them and probably the the movie is, it's not 
it's not exactly fast, but it's not slow, but it has, it has a good build-up. Like, there's one scene in a lab where he causes a slow explosion, uh, explosion, and for the one in the room that knows what the scene I'm talking about without giving it away, it's pretty awesome. You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to think. He, <laughs> he slashes the bag, and it, the bag slowly, <clears throat> and the oh. lantern falls to the ground, and blows up. I would like to express... <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing in this whole conversation is that old boy is a terrible, <laughs> terrible, but, uh, disgusting movie. The original Korean old boy <clears throat> was a work of art. I'll say that. But uh, I will, I will, I will die on that hill. <laughs> it's <is> amazing. <laughs> the remake? No, <laughs> just, just no. Incest and just—that's gross. Yuck! Yeah, I don't, so I don't want a dang film. If you seen the original, then you would. Scene. All right, uh, you're sure you're right. I have not seen the original. I cannot compare the, the Roland version. But uh, it bothered me that spoiler, he has sex with his daughter. He did that in the remake. Yes. Yes, he has sex. He has intercourse with his daughter, huh. and he doesn't know it till the end. They're like, "Oh my gosh!" And the guy gets ultimate revenge and then kills himself. It's like, now I got revenge. Now I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> That's good. Good revenge, sir. sir. And then, and then Brolin gives himself to this place that he was turns himself into this place that they basically, uh, you know, try to help with as an. Ex- I'll still say the Korean version a lot better. Sure. Go back to the man from nowhere. Never, but, man from nowhere. Here, go for but it. Lead up, the, lead up to the fight scene. I think it's like in a like a spa room or something. Because there's a scene where it shows him in like a pool of water in the middle of the floor. But the fight scene, how. You, he pretty much just enters the room with un- he enters the room unarmed and he take gets a knife somehow and then it's just lots of spectacular blood fountains <laughs> and I mean it's it's part of so it's it has consider- that Kill Bill kind of thing where- I mean not not as extreme but I mean when I say blood fountains he has a he takes this just a regular sized pocket knife away from the guy and so it's not the best equipped for c- taking care of a bunch of guys. But what he does is he goes through and just cuts arteries. Oh. Like, he'll grab a guy's arm, he'll cut the ar- artery in the arm like in three different places. And you see the blood just rush out because sure. all the art. And so he just goes through the room and guys have guns and he gets, gets them to expend their ammo and he, or he gets close enough and he just grabs them and starts cutting up arteries. And it's called the man? Man from nowhere. It's, it's, in my opinion... It has a lot similar theme to The Man on Fire, which is similar guy, a little girl gets kidnapped, guy goes and gets revenge. But it's it's better. Yeah, but it's so much better than Man on Fire and Taken. It's better than both of those in my opinion. Okay. Now we're on Korean films. I gotta say, have you guys seen I Saw the Devil? I've watched part of it, not all all the way through. Recommend it. It's your average like. Has that style of revenge thriller. Well, what's funny right now is, as far as Korean movies, The Man from Nowhere. What was the movie that we were just talking about before? Hammer. Uh, well, oh, Old Boy. Old, old boy. boy, and then I Saw the Devil, are in the top ten best revenge movies of all time. What was that other one? The Good, the Bad, and the uh, what was it? Ugly. No, not the Ugly. This is like a Korean film. They like remade it to where. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah about? I do. Uh, the oh, uh, 
Uh, the last word is like not a the good, the bad, and the like. So like it's I it, saw it, there's more syllables than yeah. You know, it's it's like it's not the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's good, the bad, and the da 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 da. There's different. There's like three syllables yeah. in there. It's so goofy. Yes, it's over the top is so great. What is that called? Uh, I, I know it. I don't know if Jeremy will agree with me since he's I know seeing more Korean movies and Langel, but a lot. But I don't think I've seen any. But Korean right now has probably some of the best. Action movies. Wow, I was wrong on the. The best action Sorry. movie, better action movies than what Hollywood is pumping out currently. I do like it because they are very. I, I want to say hyper, yeah, gritty, gritty, and more hyper emotional. Like they actually they really, into the story. I don't know how to explain that, but like they are very, really, really emotional. I don't know. There's a, how to the that. same the same lead for um, the man from nowhere is in a Korean in a movie that takes place during the Korean War, and yeah, it's so it's called Taigu Gi, and I don't know if that's translated or it's also a subtitle, but the Battle of Brothers or the Brothers in War or something like that. But it's about two brothers that are caught in on opposing opinions at one point in the movie. It starts out the one brother is trying to save the younger brother by doing the most heroic deeds so he can get a medal to get his brother out of the war so he can mm-hmm. go back to college. Well, the younger brother doesn't agree with some of the stuff his brother's done, and so it puts him at odds. And, and it's really a story about two brothers caught up in the same war yeah. and stuff. And, but it has the same actor as... Um, uh, Juan Ben, that's in The Man from Nowhere. I will say this. The bad thing about Korean films is they are over two hours almost every time. I don't know why they do this, hmm. but they... Well, a lot of majority of American films now are getting over two hours. Really? Yeah, it seems that way. Just Now, again, just the films that I've watched recently on... It seems, you know, just because, you know, I have a family and we're like, okay, it's 8 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, we got let's, stuff to do. It's, it's like, 8 o'clock. Let's watch a film. Like, oh, it's like 170-something minutes. Well... Or if you look at films oh, okay. over the years, that films used to be two to three hours. Well, three is stretching it, but they used to be at least two and a, two and a half hours. If you go watch them at a theater, or even when you bought them, they'd have an intermission section during the movie. Yeah. And then after time, they've lessened. Those movies, I've, uh, I think one of the Resident Evil movies isn't even 100 minutes long. That's great. And so a lot of movies for a while were becoming shorter. <clears throat> And now some of them have gotten the length because, like, if you compare the length of the Star Wars movies, the originals are pretty long. The prequels are aren't as long, but they still got some length. And I feel the the newer ones are shorter yet. I th- uh, yeah, there might be. I feel like the I, I personally feel like that the movies are getting longer. Be. You know, that's just saying they, they were longer than they started getting shorter. Now they're getting longer. Okay, I agree with you. Yeah. I you ever try to watch Walking Tall with The Rock? I realize that. how incredibly short that I is. I love that movie. Yeah, I was watching it. And of I course, realized... Walking Tall's been redone. Right. I've never seen the original. No, I saw the original. Pick, pick, pick which original. I mean, which one? I mean, like, very first original. Which one? Who acted in that one? <laughs> I can't even tell you. I mean, you. there's so no, many Walking t- Tall like, it. it's like remakes. The, it's, it's, it's like dumb. the 70s or 60s. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's But I can't remember. It's been, the, you ever watch the, uh, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? I didn't know there was one with him in it. Arnold Schwarzenegger done? It's great. I did not know that. Yeah, it's like a Walking Tall type of deal. Oh. Uh, 
And what's Commando is what I remember. Oh, I love Commando. Oh, it's great. Oh. But yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of did his own walking tall thing. Well, what's great awesome movie. is walking tall based on an actual share. Yes, it was cool. So yeah, you gotta watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger version. I have to track that down. Oh, it's good. It's got Johnny Knoxville in it. It's good. Oh, you uh, with the rock? No, like, Johnny Knoxville movie is that I know of with Arnie is called The Last Stand. Yeah. It's not, a, a, it's not a walking tall. It's a walking tall story. No, it is not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. What? No. I, will, I, I will disagree with you okay. on audio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The big thing, the big stick on walking tall yeah. is that he uses a big stick. He does use a big stick. He's a and, big gun, or Arnie. But... So the whole concept of walking tall is him, and he uses a big stick. A, a big stick. No, he, yeah, there's stand, no big stick. In last, yeah, he uses guns. You're right. There's no big stick, but it's the same exact story. Some sheriff protecting his little town. A podunk town. Yeah, the same. It's it's a walking I mean, tall story well, okay. without a stick. If you go with the broad <laughs> scope of protecting the town, yeah. okay, I'll give you that. It's the walking but tall. But so is almost every John Wayne movie and uh, every well, John Wayne well, movie, podunk town. Well, I was saying Podunk Town, but almost every Western, some guy protecting some town. So, okay. So then, yeah, yeah I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Arnie. Is so the, then, <laughs> then it's not a Walking Tall remake; it's a High Noon remake. Because High Noon is the original concept of one lone guy protecting a town against a bunch of guys. Oh man, I can remember High Noon. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of Blazing Saddles. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of Blazing Saddles. Wrong movie. Uh, Completely <laughs> wrong movie. Um, I mean, I guess so. I think just The Walking Tall, The, the Rock one was, I thought it was really good. Because I was thinking, I thought yeah. you were meaning like, that was based on the actual true character. Well, they do, I believe whenever they ref, when they're making the Arnie movie, they were mentioning like walking I, tall. I have to look that up. Not saying that I don't believe it. No, I, but I mean, I never thought of it as being a walking tall yeah. reference. Um, they have, I mean, walking tall has been redone. Gosh, it's kind of like the the Will Smith movie, um, the the one with all the vampires. You know, the, is it I Am Legend? Yeah, that, there was a. Well, there's been the Omega Man with the Moses Omega guy. Omega Man was the, the last man on Earth. Earth. The last man on Earth. That's with uh, yeah. Price, uh, Vincent Price. Yeah, Vincent Price, the original. Yes. I mean, that's been uh, remade so much. It seems like it's kind of the same thing. Walking Tall is kind of that movie to it me. Just it's been just, redone over and over. It's been redone over and over and over, which the Will Smith one is just pissed off bald people. It's not vampires. Because <laughs> the book is like everybody turns into vampires. And why wasn't Jason Statham in it? You know what I mean? Oh, um, man, yeah. That would have been great. Mm. I mean... Jason Statham's great. I, I, I like I love, every movie. I love the Meg. The Meg. What? That was... You did? Uh, I, I mean... Uh, okay, I gotta hear this. Dude, because you, uh, you and me have both... You and me have both read the first Meg and you've read... I've read all but the last. Yeah, which I have the last one. Which if, is, if you take the book in mind... I love the I, well, I, well, I love that book. It's so good. Are, I got to read all of them, but I love I the love fact it. that the uh, the um, the wench gets her just desserts. Yes, and yes. The, the movie she doesn't. What the I love book about, she does. What I love about the movie is is it's been a while since we've had a good shark movie for entertainment. True. I'm not saying it's like. True. I'm not saying it's like an all out spectacular, but it's been a while since we've had a good shark movie. You're right. And. It's not on Jaws level. No. No, no way. No. I, I don't... Deep Blue Sea, no, but... But, but all of a sudden, after the Meg, we've gotten The Shallows, 47 Meters Down, which those were both pretty good. They were... I mean, the, 
the meters down. Have you watched the second meters I'm down? I yeah. I'm neither. Abigail wants to, but it's, it has terrible views. The first one wasn't bad. And it had a good jump moment. When she's going up, she's hallucinating. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh the, the end of that, I was it, it threw me for a loop. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a movie that you and I, that Langel and CB really hated. It, I think it was actually made by the same people. But, but it has a similar kind of thing, The Descent. Yeah. I loved Did the you watch the second one? Yes. When, oh, two kind of, uh. The second one. Here's the deal. Don't watch the second one because it's like, what, the first. Well, there's a the theory first, that, uh, that is all. It makes the first one totally dumb. But there's a theory that is all going on inside her head and she's still yeah, I didn't. in the hospital. See, that's cool, but I want to see it. Well, but the second one... That kind of opposes a, a theory that I read of the me. first one is that she never leaves the cave. Her getting out. Oh, it's all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Uh, yeah. I, I, still, I thought it was amazing because I never see anything that It like was that totally before. different, I mean, but... It, 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 I, would like I, more, I would like to know about the old guy that's like... Yeah, they don't say anything about him. Yeah, he's protecting the place, so it's like... He's feeding them. He yeah, like, he's feeding them. So, well, the one thing I do appreciate about the first Descent, I've not seen the second one, but it made you feel claustrophobic for the, oh, yeah. for the characters. Of the, course it does. I mean, can you imagine what it would be like in Ghost of the Lunking? I would love you to know... You would do it. I would do it. I would love to know what, what these people things were, but also there's a book called um, Silence, which is kind of talks about this, where there's this... It went to Netflix movie. I watched part of it. The movie was I watched about forty five minutes. It was okay, but the book's phenomenal. But there's a cavern they dig into. All these bat things, you know. And so there's a book about like the cave. It's kind of like the cave, but I mean, there's, there's a book that it's kind of the same thing. Where basically, I want to know what these things were in the descent. But Jeremy, uh, we never got to you. You were shaking your head, obviously, in my statement of loving the Meg. So what? You, I take it. Uh, I don't know if I can say this on here or not because uh, I, d- I personally here's the deal. I I've read Meg. I enjoyed the Meg books. Steve Alton is amazing. Uh, He's a I, great author. I have, I have some big complaints about later. Sure, books. Sure, and you've read all the you've read all them, but the last one yeah. because of this. I I, I have it. not. Um, I haven't read them all, but I'm going to. But he's got some other ones connected. Vostok. Which talks Leviathan. about Leviathan. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ones that are connected. Well, I with, read. Yeah, which I got those, but I seem to read them at some point. Um, Meg, the uh, I did not like the acting in Meg. I not even Jason Statham. Nope, didn't. That was, was forced. That was bad. About the the the, the one gal bad. was bad. No. So <laughs> that's that's what I have to think about that. Um, so uh, just. That's my opinion. You go ahead and go from there. Um, just letting you know, in about less than eight minutes, it will cut out, so we probably should be taking um, about a break. I, so I, will, I would explain what you want about Meg, and we take a break. I won't say too much about what I uh, like about the Meg. I'll just say that uh, it seemed like a propaganda piece to me. Like, um, you know... Uh, all this technology and stuff was owned by uh, oh. certain oh. nations. Oh, yeah. And they were the most virtuous of all the people in the movie. And <laughs> sure.
burger. <laughs> I was say. I don't know, it just seems like um, it, it was just the movie driving this. And that's all I'll say because I really love Jason Statham. Like, I never got to see Crank. I really want to. Though. I'm not a Crank fan. I saw the first one. One of my favorite Jason Statham movies because it has an epic moment at the beginning is Homefront. When, oh, it's so good. When the little girl, there's a, this little girl getting bullied, she finally puts it. Guys are, puts her and she just, cuffs. She just Ooh. lays this kid out. So good. And then the parking lot, the girl's dad has a uh, tries to attack Statham's character. Next thing you know, he's laying on the ground. And the wife's yelling at him, all mad. Yeah. But um, that's a yeah, great. It, great Meg movie. is definitely not nowhere near Jason Statham's best movie. But I just loved it on the simple fact that as another short movie. No, and you're you're right. Um, I mean, be, because whenever you explain like, hey, we have a good star. I mean, star, uh, shark film. Uh, I would say, I mean, I don't consider Sharknado good. I'm, I'm no. not watching. <laughs> of course uh, not. That's what I'm here's the, I don't. I think deep. You know. By the way, they're making Deep Blue Sea three. I've just, I've seen the. I think I've seen one and two. And I, I have not. One was so, the uh, first one was so bad. The worst was whenever um, Samuel Jackson gets spoiler gets eaten. That was hilarious. That was great. And I laughed. So I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, Um, But I mean, I laughed. That was hilarious. But probably the thing that turned me on is Jason Statham as an actor is The Transporter. I didn't like those movies. One of my favorite scenes with him is he takes those bike clips off the bikes and he's running around the oil. It was like the style of John Wick, you know? No, It was ridiculous. To an yep. extent, but you know, it's just cheesy. Like, the, the part, one of the parts in the second one that made me cringe is when he ramps the car up and hooks the bomb on that crane hook. It's like, yeah. I think the, uh, my favorite are the, is the first one. The third one, it has a similar thing to some, another movie I cannot, I can never place it, but where he has the, I want to say speed, because speed, he has the bomb underneath, and, but, um, but, uh, Transport is what turned me on to Jason Statham and then but Crank it was okay but some of his more British movies like um, I want to say he's in three, something in Three Smoking Barrels uh, Lock, Stock and Three Smoking yeah. Barrels yeah uh, I, I think Guy Ritchie directed was that was he one. in Snatch or am I thinking I think he's in Snatch oh, I think he's in Snatch that was a great Snatch is a good and one and then he's in one called one called Blitz which is isn't one he's in called Blitz and there's another one I can I can't remember the two. <clears throat> you guys are forgetting the best Jason Statham movie ever. The one? The Ghost of Mars with Ice oh. Cube and Jason Statham directed by John Carpenter. I never seen it. Never I seen saw it, but I forgot about it. It's really uh, bad. No, I don't, well, but it's super fun to watch. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember. So. I mean, it's so bad, oh, but I it just, is super fun to watch. To, I used to love the movie The One, and I watched it, and it does not age well. Oh, yeah, Jay, yeah Jet, Jet Lee. Jet Lee, come on. He trades Statham. Come on now. That's some good but, stuff uh, right there. The yeah. thing that impressed me on Statham is, first time I saw him, I was like, I looked him up to see if, like his background. Like, oh, he's just a Calvin Klein underwear model. Then I found out he has a master's rank in Muay Thai kickboxing. That's cool. And that's like, so his fight scenes, he actually can do some, like a, ma- a master's rank is, in Muay Thai is like, it's one of the harder to get ranks. And so it's, and people's like, like MMA and UFC guys, I've tried talking to them into doing UFC and MMA. That's how like, that's BA, cool. BA is. I'm like, when people from that area is trying to talk you in, I was like, that's, yeah, that's exactly. yeah. He does push up challenges on the internet. 
That's cool. <laughs> All right. Hey, um, we're going to cut this off right here. Uh, we'll take a break. And anything you guys else want to talk about, we'll go ahead and we'll go. Uh, but anyways, we'll come back here in a second for our final segment. I am Lane Joel. And I'm Jeremy. CB. And we are going to be back here in a second. Bye. All right. Later. All right. And we are back with the Minute 30 podcast. We're going to talk about action heroes. So what are you guys think just some, just some top action heroes that comes to mind? My first ones are Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, Sylvester Stallone and Jean-Claude Van Damme. And then, if you want to get really deep, which he's a terrible human being, uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> Had some good movies. Steven Seagal can go oh. crawl under a rock and die. That man is not a good man. Mm. He is not I heard a good he's man. actually, uh, like, I heard he was in debt to the mafia and he <laughs> paid them to actually make him famous. This is just hearsay. Nobody knows anything. But word has it that he paid the mafia to make him an action star, which we all know. Well, there's a lot of Russian mafia theme in Walt Hunter's movies. I mean, that... Uh, I heard it's Italian mafia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Steven Seagal, man, he... Whoa. What was the really terrible was with him in it? I mean... I mean, honestly, honest to goodness... March for Death? I mean, that was so what was bad. The, what was the one that he had this, with the knife and the credit card? The Doberman. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. I that mean, was a DMX rapper. No, DMX was uh, Exit Wins. Oh. I've never seen that one, actually. It was... Yeah. Uh, the fire down below was good. That was, <laughs> that was with Randy. That was with Randy Travis. Randy Travis was in there. That was like oh, I remember that. that was oh, good. Did you know he got arrested for being naked and got a DUI? Randy Travis. That's like the most metal thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was naked. He got a DUI. Dude, I love him now. But uh, <laughs> but uh, now this uh, single movie I liked was Above the Wall. Above the law is good. What's what's one with this submarine? Submarine. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, oh. Under siege. Under siege was good. Uh, I mean, good. Steven Seagal, good. Yeah, that's kind of hard he, to find. Honestly, Ebert rated Under Siege as like three and a half or three stars out of four. Huh? So I mean, Under Siege was actually hilarious because of all the parodies that came out of it. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, because Under Siege, another action person that we don't see really a lot of anymore is Tommy Lee Jones. U.S. Marshals. Um, I loved him in the Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's too big. And then a few uh, other action stars. Um, as we're ta- talking, not on record, but Jason Statham, and then Wesley Snipes is another classic. I did love him in the Blades. Those were awesome. And what was that recent one we watched? Where um, it had Wesley Snipes, and it had that guy who played in Corky uh, Romano. You know who I'm talking about? One of those passionate uh, 57, hard-boiled, um, uh, art of war, uh, murder at some time. It was one of the SNL guys who played in the movie with, uh, with Wesley Snipes. We watched it at the house over there in, in the other place, and we watched it with somebody you knew, and we're like, what is this? And then... It was so cheesy. Like, incredibly cheesy. Demolition like, Man. No. By the way, Sylvester Which Lone, is a great They're going to make another Demolition Man. Oh. Is Loved it. Is going to be Wesley Snipes and Sandra Bullock? Yeah. It's oh. good. Oh. Woo. 
Demolition Man 2. Bring it on. You were talking about earlier uh, advertising. I wonder how much Taco Bell paid for advertising. Oh, that. <laughs> you have to wonder. I mean, you know it has to be. Uh... Man, that, that movie, the only restaurant that was left alive was Taco Bell. <laughs> so help me. I'm going to find the name of that movie because, dude, and then, um, I remember just watching that. It's not just a fever dream. And what, some other? Well, we have Bruce Lee, Jet Li, Jackie Chan, the girl, great movies, Donnie Yen. Great. Um, who's, a, who's a guy, I know Ricky's a fan of him. He played uh, Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat. No, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. He's a great actor, He's in, uh, dude. Uh, something in Little China. Big oh, Trouble Big, Big Trouble Little yeah, China. That was a great show. It was. Was it Kurt Russell? Yes. Yeah. Um, we can I, throw Kurt Russell in action because he's, he's been, well, things horror, but he's had action. Kurt and, Russell's like, him and Tarantino are Escape buddies. from L.A., Escape from New York. Yeah. yeah. You ever watch uh, Bone Tomahawk? Supposedly a horror western. Supposed to be really. Watch the trailer. I haven't watched the movie because the trailer was too intense for me. But um, Bone Tama, Bone Tomahawk. Uh, that looks like to be a very good but dark western film. Um, one of the few movies I heard you say was too much for you was it Greenlight or took place took place in Amazon and had a lot of cannibalism. I never watched it. No, I mean, it, what was it? Greenlight. Uh, Jeremy, the the Green Inferno. You oh. wa- did you watch the Eli Roth one? Unfortunately, I've actually been trying to relocate, like to locate all these old school films. Yeah, because that was a, that was he was a re- he remade it. I want to see the Cannibal Holocaust. I want to see the Green Inferno. I want to see the remakes of all these, oh. and I still have not gotten around. Well, to it. a name that we've not talked about all night that's done action, and he's also in a well, I'd consider a horror movie, but I've not seen it. Um, I think the movie was Wicker Man, but Nicholas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the original Nicholas so Cage. much better, dude. Yeah, the original is the original way better. The original is amazing. The singing the hymn at the end of the original That's what is makes it scary. scary. I mean, oh. it was great, but then I, I watched clips of, I, I, you know, I can't pass judgment. I haven't seen the full thing yet. I watched little clips of, like, Oh, no, not the beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... It's Nicolas Cage. I mean, Wicker Man, the Wicker Man, if they would have honestly had him singing at the end, the Wicker Man was very troubling. Yeah, that movie was. I just read the plot like this sounds. Oh, it's settling. it's like yeah, bees, but putting Cold it women and put, just put you know how bees interact with each other and like just put it with humans. That's what it is. And then um, a Nicolas Cage movie that I really enjoyed. Is Met, uh, Met Stickman. I've never watched that one. I've not seen that. He plays a thief and or car artist. I can't remember which exactly, but he has some kind of health issue or he's like severely OCD, and it's messing with his ability to perform as a thief or whatever. And he takes this young girl under his wing and he teaches her. And they use her in some of her cons. And spoiler alert! But at the end of the movie, she ends up calling him. Oh, smart! And it's it's one of the better of those kind of movies because, and because he she got him to believe that she was his daughter, and that's what the con what she ran on. So he has all this. Oh, so the whole time it's been it's been about him trying to take care of his daughter, and and at the end of the movie he ends up quitting as a thief and he's running this. I think it was like a mattress store, 
and she comes in and and you kind of like what's gonna go on and you kind of then they it's kind of like a a they you can tell they forgave each other it's kind of a joke but they also still like yeah we like no i care about you this way you're like and I, I don't know if the girl didn't know who her parents were, if she was like an orphan or what. Mm-hmm. But it, so, but he still shows kind of that same care to her when she comes in, instead of like being kind of hurt over being used like right. that. Yeah, I said it right now. Anything with Nicholas Cage is gold. I mean, I do like he Nicholas Cage, is hilarious unintentionally. Have you watched any of the Ghost Rider films? Oh. Yes. I seen the you first one. They're, they're bad. Yeah. The first one is they're definitely bad. better than the second, but. Well, we know it's based on Evil Can Evil Come On Now. <laughs> the. I will say. The first Ghost Rider is leagues better than the second. Yeah, in the second one, the trailer looks so good. You're going, oh, it's going to be amazing. The soundtrack was phenomenal. Um, nope. That's a. Those are bad films. They are bad. I can say that I feel so bad watching the first one. I Watching it once was worth watching a Ghost Rider movie. Got hot. But um, with the second one, I, I'm like, I should have knew this is what I was getting in for. Yeah. Um, I'm not, a, I'm honestly, I'm not a huge, huge, uh, you were talking about? Nicholas Cage. Well, I kept wanting to say Jack Nicholson. Dude, like, no, that's not I right. recommend right now. We all watch Shadow of the Vampire with Nicholas Cage. That's what I was trying to think. Is of that with uh, Jim Carrey? No, that's the one, that's, what that's the one we're talking about. What's the one with? Sh- what's no. with? There's Vampire. Well, the first bite. Yeah, which one's a classic? I will admit. Uh, Nicholas- but we all need to watch Shadow of the Vampire so we can all review it because, oh, you are seeing the early years of Nicholas Cage going all out, and he. I'll watch that. The, the Nicholas Cage movies that stand out to me are Snake Eyes. Snake Rock, Eyes. I did like Snake Eyes. The Rock. Face Off, come on. Well, Con- well, oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, but The Rock with Sean Connery. Face Off with Travolta. I mean, his And knees. then, then the oh. National Treasury series aren't too bad. Con Air? Oh, I forgot about Con Air, yeah? Love. Put the body Con- back in the box. Oh, oh, another <laughs> good one. Put back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> he was Armageddon, too. No, no, he wasn't Armageddon. Yeah. That was... Like, no, that was Willis. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's another action person we have mentioned is Bruce Willis. I, I, the Rock is by far uh, one of my favorite Nicholas Cage. The first Die Hard, amazing. The second Die Hard, even cooler. Vent with uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, well, sorry to see it's shady. Or it's losing its grace. Now, the last Die Hard. Was that with Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Or, uh, I love that one. Then there's Die Hard... Live Free or Die Hard, which wasn't too bad. I never watched that one. Then they had the Die Hard with a Son in Europe. And it... Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. No, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> somebody. I don't know who it was, but it was somebody that was... If it's who I'm thinking of, he... Oh, I wish I... <laughs> By the way, have you heard the song uh, called Shia LaBeouf Raise a Can? Yes. I yeah. love that you're running from Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, but... Oh, before we go, I gotta play the Arnold singing The Predator. Okay. We, we just can't do it all here because we'll probably get copyrighted. But. Probably. <laughs> but, um. Okay. Oh, man. John Claude Van Damme, I want to say how 
horrible he was. Oh, Remember yeah. the quest? I love the quest. It was so bad, you... it was great. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it, was, it was a bad movie, but I liked it. Oh, he, he knew Muay Thai so good. <laughs> Nobody can stand up to him. Speaking of Muay Thai, you ever seen Ong Bak the Thai Warrior? I have all three. Nope. And I always seen the first one. No, I'm just saying. I thought it was amazing. What's funny is, Tony Jaw in that movie, what he uses isn't purely uh, Muay Thai. He uses Muay Thai, but he also uses. Uh, Gymnastics? No, uh, Salat, Pinkak uh, Salat, which is an Indonesian martial art. I think I'm pretty sure it's an Indonesian. I did not know that. He was like the Jackie Chan of uh, you, Malaysia, mm, was it? Yeah. And he did his own stunts. He was. Awesome, I recommend watching But it. if you watch the movies with him in it called The Protector, he doesn't use more time. It's more so up. Well, uh, is it true part three is more like a prequel that shows you like... It's part, part three is weird because it's... It, it shows you it's like, like... It's a combination of like a spiritual journey and prequel because it kind of shows... Was it like tribes as opposed to... Yeah. It shows it, like them going way back and, and like before... The modern, yeah, the first two are set in modern times. Then it goes back to like when Muay Thai to its Most roots and stuff, and to its creation. It has some kind of mysticism in it, and it's kind of like it becomes more of a. He jumps on top of a woolly mammoth and just does a flip. But uh, but it becomes more of a. I can't remember which one, but it ties more into Buddhism or Shintoism. Which uh, in Malaysia is probably more uh, Buddhism because remember the first um, uh, the first one he made uh, he was trying to protect the Buddha.